What is up, everyone? I'm back. I was on the lovely Cape Breton staycation last week. Uh, stayed home. I was actually on daddy duty all week. And let me tell you what's tiring is staying home with a f- almost 14-month-old kid. It's tough. Tough for sure. I don't envy my wife for staying home the entire first year of being on maternity leave. But anyway, I'm back. I'm happy to be back. Um, And I hope everyone's summer is going great. Mine's been good. Uh, Busy, as I said, with the kid, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, So my topic today is, as per my last Instagram post, you can find it at John McKinnon, um, J-O-N-M-C-K-I-N-N-O-N, and it was about complaining. And it's something that we all do, you know. Um, complaining is a real struggle, and a, it becomes a way of life if you allow it to, if you let it consume you, you know. Um, you know, we've all been guilty of this, complaining about doing simple tasks, around the house, like the dishes or mowing the grass or other minor chores or anything, you know, that we quickly dismiss and turn them into future problems. And and then, of course, you know, we have the coworkers and family, friends who complain about absolutely everything, say, at work, for example, from upper management to the building cleaners that you work at. Yes, really, the fucking cleaners. So people who are doing what they can to make ends meet, um... We complain about them. I mean, so here's the thing, and here's my take on it. None of those things are fucking hard at all. None of them. Um, You know, what I'm talking about is like doing hard shit, like the voluntary struggle that we must put ourselves through daily to make all the little shit, you know, that seems really hard to point out what it really truly is and it's easy as fuck and it's a downright privilege to be able to do these things and have the opportunity to clean your house mow the lawn etc etc um you know people will complain about everything and anything for what instant satisfaction you know because misery loves company so they try and attract others to their level of whininess which is real life or to find an easier common ground with someone, you know, complaining and negativity go hand in hand and, and negative people love to fuel off each other. Um, <clears throat> I think all the things I listed above are true. You know, and I, I think all the things I just stated are true. What's, what's really detrimental, 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 I got it is the effect it has on people who do it constantly, you know. We all know the chronic complainers, and and being a chronic complainer is terrible for your mindset and goal achieving or approach on life altogether. Uh, It sets you in a negative mindset and keeps you there without even knowing it, really. It just becomes who you are, a chronic, uncontrollable complainer. You know, you blame external factors and not focusing on your internal thoughts or ambitions or goals or or what you want out of life. You just wallow in the self-pity of complaining. You know, and, and when you are complaining a lot, everything seems against you. Everything. The world is your enemy if you're complaining a lot because everything is a negative. Um, for example, 
just off the top of my head. You didn't get the job. You're late to work because of construction. You can't stand that your coworker got ahead of you. You know, you think the way things are run at your office, for example, are wrong. That's all well and good, but what, like, what did you do to mitigate these, and I'm going to go, quotations, unfortunate circumstances you were experiencing? For the most part, I, my bet would be is sweet fuck all. You know, people, can, people who complain all the time and are negative all the time, they don't have the ability to take the necessary s- steps to change their circumstances because they're caught up in their complaining. Uh, you know, like, you didn't get the job because you didn't prepare enough for the interview. Or perhaps you just suck at interviews. And either way, you didn't put the work in to get better prior to the interview so someone beat you. You know, if you knew there was construction, then you should have left earlier. If you didn't, then you make the proper adjustments for tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Um, Your coworker got ahead of you because perhaps he's working hard and positively. Whereas you're wallowing and whining during work hours, barely getting by, your work ethic sucks, you're sitting back, you want everything done the way you believe it is, but you don't want to do anything to change it. You know, the office, for example, isn't running the way you believe it should be because you think things should be done differently. But you weren't scratching down the boss's door to come up with solutions because you're too fucking busy complaining and being trapped in your negative ideology that is your complaining. I really believe complaining takes over your entire being if you allow it to. And I'm not saying I never complain because I do. You know, and let's be honest. Full disclosure here. Obviously, I complain. What I am saying is I'm mindful of it. So I work on not doing it like everything in my life. Anything that I'm <clears throat> not performing well at or anything that is not up to standard for how I want to live my life going forward, I try not to do anymore. So, yeah, I mean, like like nowadays, for example, at work, and during everyday life, I catch myself now shrugging, you know, like, eh, like, really? Fuck, like, ugh. Here we go again, like when guys or girls come up to me with tedious, lame complaints, because I can't be fucking bothered to entertain it anymore. You know, I'll play the game a little bit because you got to be an even keel and you have to get along with your coworkers, I guess, you know, if you want to keep the peace. Um, Like my positive approach to work and life more or less drives my bitter, miserable coworkers absolutely fucking crazy. And they even go as far at times to call me too positive, in quotations, too positive. Now, I think that is the biggest crock of dog shit term I've ever heard in my life. Ever. Now, I understand most people working in the office were, in, in the office world or nine to five life are mostly miserable. I get that. I've been there in the past, too, so I understand it. I've let that way of life, life suck me up more than most people I know, and it took me a lot of mind fuckery to get away from it. I mean, one major way I did was 
looking at my work as simply that, work, a day job. A lot of the things I do outside of work complements my performance at work. For example, exercise. For example, jiu-jitsu, martial arts. I work in law enforcement. This stuff's very important. I believe that you need to be in the best version of yourself for work in this line of work to go home at the end of the day. And that was something that was instilled in me at the police academy, something that I still do today. It's still something I'm very passionate about. But I had to realize that my life outside of work is really who I am. And my job is my job, and I'm grateful for it. But I look at work as a side piece, we can call it that. It's it's my provider. It's my, you know, and I am passionate about my job, but it's the stuff outside of work that makes me truly perform better at my job and have a positive attitude. Um, you, you know, it, it, it's outside of work that you create the real work to open your mind and attitude. That's where you grow, like where your job may be stagnant and you aren't getting the progress you want. That's where you grow as much as you possibly can. You know, and I think I, I talk about hard stuff and I talk about doing the hard stuff. And when I talk about doing the hard stuff, it's because when you're wallowing and complaining and, you know, you're, you're a mild mildly optimal version of yourself and you allow yourself to become that because you just get trapped in this negative energy and this negative being and you really become settled and stagnant um you know so when i talk about doing the hard stuff when you do the hard stuff it makes everything around you more manageable makes everything around you more bearable because you're used to doing hard shit you realize that that's really hard and work ain't bad and if something around you is affecting you in your mood you should take the necessary steps to try and change it you know so like when i talk about hard stuff you know like exercise vigorously and exercising vigorously is different for everyone you know for me i'm i'm I consider myself pretty fit, so it's exercising, lifting weights, CrossFit, circuits, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, etc., martial arts, etc. You know, reading and writing. People spend time watching TV, and that's not where growth is created, because watching TV is just, you're just a, a dumbfounded mind looking for information and stimulation from a screen. When you read and write... You know, it creates something more inside of you. It 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 brings out your natural creative ability and your natural learning ability. You know, facing fears. You know, um, easier said than done. Once you do it, it's important. Um, I've always had a hard time speaking in front of crowds, so now every chance I get, I'm in front of say a courtroom, and I'm opening court. I'm addressing the people in the court say this time last year, I could barely say it or do it, any part of it, without trembling, you know, trembling, sweating, heart racing, pretty much a full-blown panic attack in front of people. But I take it head on. That shit's hard. You know, the cleaners at work that don't do a 
the greatest job that you would expect. That's not something to complain about. And neither is the hard stuff, and that's my point. And I'll elaborate more on that as, as I go further into this. You know, making opportunities for yourself and accomplishing goals, no matter how big or small. So starting this podcast is a big one for me because it's scary to, to put yourself out there. And it's scary to come up with these thoughts and relay them in an audio version for people to listen. It's scary because you put yourself out there <clears throat> and it isn't fun at first and then you get more comfortable and then each one is like, yeah, okay. You know, you get a little more warm or a little more, mind you, it's still terrifying to me, but it was a goal of mine and I'm still accomplishing it. And I'll continue to check those goals off. You know, and you know, all this goes far beyond work. This is the stuff we need to do to become the best fucking version of yourself you can be. This is far beyond discomfort. You need to push the pace of life before it stops in your tracks. Just need to put your head down and move forward with every step and every breath and do it with purpose. And there's no purpose in complaining unless you're going to do something to fix it. You know, or you could just rot at your dead-end job with your lousy, complaining co-workers and become a version of them within your career. You know, the choice is yours, and you know, as is your priorities. You know, I prioritize the hard stuff, the hard, you know, the, the stuff that makes me uncomfortable that I push through and come out with clarity. See, when you push through the things that are hard, you look at things that are not hard as, like, like you, you look at things that are not, as hard as mediocre you, you know like like i i don't ever go to the gym and complain about doing the workout because i know when i leave the gym i'm going to be better now my ideology behind all of this is that if you're not com comfortable with consistently being uncomfortable and focus on hard things the rest of your life gets easier so when you do focus on that stuff and you're used to it you, you don't complain about the small shit you don't complain about as a, like let me re reiterate like the, the cleaners or your manager or stupid shit that you're not willing to take the risk to control or change. And it starts with in yourself internally. You have to make decisions to become uncomfortable so everything else becomes more comfortable. Like now, when people are complaining to me at work and they're going on, for example, I was walking into work today. I need to be at work at 8.30 and I'm rolling down the hallway to the office at 20 after 8.00. As usual, I'm usually about 10 minutes early. I roll through, ready to work, and I get after it. This is after already being up at 5 a.m. at the gym for 6, spend time with my son, shower, eat, get my lunch ready, out the door, off to work. I walk into work. I'm walking down the hall, and a, a senior employee who has been there for, I think, 15 years she was coming out the door who I met and she was talking to another senior co-worker and they were going out for a cigarette. Both of them with coffees in hand going out for that glorious cigarette before the start of their shift. And 
what she said to the other employee was, oh, it's going to be such a long day. And I literally looked her right in the eyes and said, are you seriously fucking starting already? Your day hasn't even really started. You don't know what this day entails. And with that mindset and that attitude, your day is going to fucking suck. Your day is going to be brutal. You're not going to be effective. You're not going to be on the ball. You're not going to be on point. You're not going to be... Not going to be engaged in your work, therefore you're going to be complacent, therefore something's going to, when something happens and shit hits the fan, you're fucked. So that's two sides of the coin. So I come in, I'm fresh, I'm focused, I just had an awesome workout, you know, I just had an awesome morning. And let me just say, I talk about the mornings a lot and I fucking suck at getting up in the morning. I fucking suck. But that's why I get up and I do it and I force myself to. And I have those little conversations with myself the night before and the morning of. It's like, okay, let's go. Well, what about 15 more minutes? Okay, how about five? You know, you compromise with yourself, but slowly those compromises just become obsolete because you get up, you know how you feel when you get up, you know how you feel when you go work out. So... You go do it, you get your shit ready, you pack a healthy lunch, you go to work, and then I'm walking down the hallway to work, and I'm faced with that first thing. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I know you're probably on the tail end of your career, you probably hate your job, you know, you don't exercise, you don't eat properly, you know, you, most people smoke, they drink, um... Constantly, I don't mean for recreation, I mean all the time, because with law enforcement, most of the time, substance abuse is prevalent. But so it just made this this episode kind of come full circle. Um, so I meet that, and before, you know, even a couple months ago, I would I would dabble in the complaining game, more than I would now, you know, I'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck, really, almost Friday, Thursday, payday, wicked, you know, that's another funny thing, someone said this morning, hey, it's payday, and then someone else says, oh, you mean payout day, <laughs> the banks love every second Thursday, well, it sounds like you're struggling financially, make more fucking money. Do something else. Take a risk. Take a chance. What the fuck are you complaining about it for? Do something about it. You know, so I, I used to dabble more into this stuff. and Now I'm just like, uh, you know, like whatever. I could, you know, I do the old shrug. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. It sucks that you get paid and then you have no money. It sucks. You know? Get a fucking paper route. You know, find something to do. Get a job on the weekends. Oh, you know, I value my weekends. Well, you don't value money. So why are you complaining about it? And if you valued it and if you cared that much, you'd be making more money. And most likely this coworker finds her days so long because she's not engaged. 
because their life is not flourishing. It's not, um, she's not living optimally. Therefore, everything is just a task and, uh, this day is so long or, uh, this and that. And don't get me wrong. I have days like that as well. I'm like, some days I don't want to be at fucking work. Some days, you know, I can't wait to get out of there. And that's my point because my life outside of work is thriving. I'm not saying I have it all figured out. I'm saying that I'm trying and I'm figuring, doing my best to figure shit out. So when you take the ideology and the mindset and the approach to growth outside of your occupation, then it becomes something more. You become better. Therefore, it makes your day job or night job even or whatever job you have or your relationships or your outlook or your influence on people much more manageable and much more... You're much more appreciative of the little shit. Therefore, you have a better optimistic view on stuff rather than a pessimistic view, which is damaging to you and people around you. So you look at the hard shit, you focus on the hard shit, and then your whole world opens up, I find. I find everything's different. You struggle outside of work. You do shit. Even at work, you struggle, you take risks, you take chances. Everything else seems mediocre. You know how fucking exhausting it is to engage with someone who's complaining and they're just dying to reel you in? You guys all know what I'm talking about. They're dying to reel you in because they're just dying. They're like, oh man, I need someone to fucking... Inventing is different. I have a lot of, excuse me, close friends at work that I vent with and that's important. Because sometimes, especially in my line of work, shit gets weird and people piss you off. You're dealing with the public. You're dealing with the, you know, some really scumbag people. And they're going to piss you off. They're going to be rude. They don't respect you, this and that. So you got to vent to your buddies about it. But that's different. You know, fucking Joe Blow pissed me off. Well, I better go talk to my boys about it. And we'll bounce back and forth and it's over. But if you're constantly doing it over everything... Like your morning is too long. You're coming to work exhausted. Like I get it and I've been there and and that's important to know too because this isn't how I always viewed it. I used to be one of those people. But what's important is that I'm not anymore. And that's the big picture here. <clears throat> So you can either wallow and complain, stay the same, be a shell of yourself, or you can get up, you can realign, refocus, and go change things, go take your risks, go, if you need more money, make more money. If you, if you're bored at work, create a lively life outside of work, engage yourself, engage your loved ones. Become better. Because whatever you're doing now ain't working. Because you're complaining all the time. And they go hand in hand. They're 
it's a two-edged sword. You're complaining because you're bored. You're bored because you're complaining. You got to get over it. You got to take it head on. So do the hard shit. Do stuff that's uncomfortable. Because everything else that you're complaining about and that you're caught up in isn't hard. It's a privilege to come home and clean the house, mow the grass, do whatever you got to do. Don't make it a future problem. Tackle it now. Get the, your discipline down. Attack it now. Do it now. And yeah, that's my, that's my big fat-ass rant on complaining. And I feel like I can go on all day with this because it goes back and forth, back and forth. Well, why are you complaining so much? Well, because my life is understimulated. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not performing the best in my life or at work, so I'm going to look for the easy way out, which is complaining, because that negative energy gives me a sense of purpose, and then it just snowballs. And then Jimmy over in the corner, a couple cubicles down, he's miserable as well. So it's like, oh, fuck, I hear you, man. Let's complain together. And then you have me. I'm just like, I'm good. I'm over here working on my shit. I don't need to be engulfed in your guys' shit. And that's fucking it. That's You, you need to take those steps and those whatever's not working you need to be open-minded about it because if it's not working and you're not open-minded then you're just going to continue to go down a slump basically so open your mind open your life stop complaining do the hard shit and it'll make everything else seem easy manageable funner And you'll become better. You will become optimally sound in your life, happier. Because I really think people that, like, for example, I love my father. <clears throat> He's been a chronic complainer about everything. What people wear has something to say about that. What people say or do on social media, something to say about that. Um this guy or that guy said this or that or this girl too many selfies everything and I see that and I'm just like oh man but he's getting better he's getting better I hope you guys take something from this because it's not just me rambling on it's just to put some thought into this um, and again it's something I've dealt with in the past and it still catches me you still get caught. Sometimes you've got to be like, oh, my fuck. And I said that already, but sometimes there has to be a balance there. But let's say 95% of the time it's important to not get pulled into that trap of complaining and negativity. And that's how I feel. I mean, I hope you guys appreciate it. I hope you guys... I hope, hope this... My only goal with this is to get people thinking and open your mind a little bit 
and maybe take something from this that can help you and make you see a bigger picture or a bigger or a better avenue to approach things. You know, I'm not saying everything that I'm, I say or do is right or perfect, but it works for me. And it works for me working on myself, the way I view things and, you know, the positivity at work and positivity, not always in life, because sometimes I'm a negative Nancy. That comes with the territory. <clears throat> but 95% of the time I'm working towards being that person and getting away from the other end of the spectrum, I guess you can say, the other end of the of the road, which is negativity and complaining. So, yeah, that's it, man. That's my take on complaining and, and how doing the hard shit will make you better and will make you less prone to complaining constantly. And that's that's my that's my view, man. That's my that's my two cents, I guess. And uh as always guys, thank you all so much for the support. Everyone that's listening and continues to listen. If this is your first time listening, stay tuned. Um I'm gonna I'm back every week. Um and I want feedback. I want you guys to reach out. Please give me some input, give me some honest feedback so I can make this better for you and for the listeners. And um, I hope everyone's enjoying their summer because it's coming to an end. And everyone that's complaining about the heat, remember this. Winter is coming. And when it's minus 30 and the wind's blowing a gale, and we're freezing our little niblets off. We'll be complaining then. And people will say, I can't wait for summer. And I'll say, you were complaining about summer, you dumb fucker. I probably won't. But people complain about the weather, regardless of season. Fall is nice. It gets a little chilly in the evening. But... Enjoy the heat, enjoy the summer, enjoy the beach, um, enjoy your family, enjoy your loved ones. And I'll see you next week, guys. Thank you, as always, and we'll talk soon. Bye.